0: Welcome, everybody, to Being Experiential Podcasting. I'm Bethany Evans, and I'm here with my co-host, Aaron Pruitt. Today, the coaches are getting coached. Dun-dun-dun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't sort of, eek! I like that one, too. <laughs> but I, I don't know why that came to me right now. <laughs> no,
1: because I think you're maybe having a premonition about the, how you're going to have to coach me, like ready Erin? Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> we were just talking about, we've had like the last couple days days uh, with our clients reading and coaching. And oftentimes we blend the two. We we're saying how you and I are having some like really straight life altering doubt, like information to share with people like, Hey, you know? Yeah. Move. No, quit. Yeah, totally. (laughs) The theme is so I'm feeling like that might be what is going to happen here with us. Maybe. I don't know. It probably is. (laughs) Oh Lord have mercy. Well, I'm excited because I think one of the things that I love about uh, this podcast is our goal is that people can experience um, and anything, mind, body and spirit. And I really like when if I'm going to listen to someone as an expert or for information, when they're willing to kind of expose and show the underbelly of what they're working on, it makes me fall in love with them. So that's the intention of today. Both you and I get coached, but we also, um, you know, who knows what we'll be showing to the other and what everyone's listening to. So
0: uh,
1: I like that. And everyone should listen for um, when, let's say when Bethany's coaching me or I coach Bethany, oftentimes there's messages when we get messages, it's not just for the person we're talking to, it overlays. And there's multiple people. I was um, one time in a room of 150 people and she, there was a psychic medium and she was saying stuff and there was like 10 people almost all times going, oh, this has to be for me, this has to be right. for me. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't always have to be like, hey, John, hey, Maria. It's, it could be, hey, Bethany, and then insinuates everyone else that yeah.
0: it aligns for. Exactly. Yeah. So I love that. We used to practice that in my coaching program is like always listening for yourself, even if it's somebody else talking about their personal story. Um, If it's hitting something within you, it's you're meant to have that uh, message as well. So, and that's what I always tell my clients too. Like if I'm talking and say I'm talking about something and interpreting cards, but they're getting messages of their own. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you listen to what's coming to you and let's take it that way instead of what i'm saying because obviously you know you're the expert of you so yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i am aren't i not okay yeah um
1: and then we actually and then stay tuned after this we'll be reading one of our listeners who is like a religious listener like she's yes. so cute she's like, amazing she says things almost each time. Like, oh, I got this. So if we were to say how to listen to us, it's like pull anything for yourself in your life. Yeah. Um, so she was our next listener that we picked. Yeah. Okay. So I'm reading okay. you first. Yes? Yes.
0: Yes. Dun, dun, dun. So dun, 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 I know. <laughs> okay. Let me just like... <laughs> curl up in a ball <laughs> so yes. I can feel comfortable. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, so one thing I did want to say too, is that Aaron and I have known each other for a little while now, so almost a year, I think. Yeah. Um, and so we've coached, like done uh, readings for each other, coached each other. So we have an established relationship. So it's, it'll flow a little bit more easily with, with us when we coach each other only because we have background knowledge. Um, mm-hmm. so if you've never been coached before. Just keep that in mind. Also, it may not go exactly this way, you know, Mm -hmm. like generally I like to, it's all about relationships. Coaching is about Mm -hmm. relationships. Um, you're building that relationship with that person for trust and, um, you know, stability, security for that person to hold that container for you. So, um, just keep that in mind also that, that sometimes that takes like a session or two to get to know somebody, you know, um, So, yeah, Erin has coached me a lot around this area, but, you know, I'm sure you know where we're going, but (laughs) the area I always struggle with is with love and calling in a suitable partner for me. Um, So let's take it that way. Okay.
1: (laughs) Fabulous. Um, So before I read you, I'm going to pull, I just, I'm going to start with a little bit of a deck because you're so tarot that sometimes I like to pull. Yeah. Something has synergy. And the first one I'm pulling from is soul coaching by Denise Lynn. I love her. Awesome. She's awesome. She's shaman. Um, but what I wanted you to share maybe with everyone is, cause I know this, mm-hmm. but if you were to say, what is your most common pattern that would be, you might consider an obstacle when it comes to romantic love?
0: Um, choosing partners that mirror my childhood wounds. And I, I think I've gotten more clear on that recently. And I am, I am in the process of doing some inner child healing too. So mm-hmm. I know that I'm moving past these patterns. Mm-hmm. However, the, the, fe- the anxiety and fear of choosing the wrong person is there. Mm-hmm. Um, choosing that where I think that I'm, it's like, I think we talked about this in another episode where I said that sometimes it's difficult for me to choose something that I think is comfortable you know, because comfortable may not necessarily Mm. be healthy.
1: Yeah. So, you know,
0: and so it's like, okay, well I'm attracted to this person. Then I have to go into like analyze mode. Like, Mm. is it because of, is it because that's a good thing? Is it because I'm, you know, is it uh, a wound I need to heal or whatever? So yeah, I'd say that's my right now. It's like, I've kind of chosen to stop dating. I got off all of my dating apps Ideally, I would love to meet someone organically, you know, whether that's Mm. like, hey, I know this person who, like, you might be good with. Can you help me with that? Because I don't get that. What do you mean? Why
1: does everyone want – not everyone. I'm being – I'm exaggerating. Why (laughs) do so many people want to meet organically? Like, what – Freaking difference does it make if you meet on an app or you meet in the grocery store?
0: It's not the... So I tried the dating thing, the online dating thing for like a year. I did it kind of a lot for about a year. The thing with that is that it's a lot of energy uh, to talk to somebody before actually meeting them where you can feel the energy. Like I'm all about energy and how it feels with somebody. So unless I'm like face-to-face with them or in person, I... Don't get that feeling. I don't know for sure if I'm attracted to them, if I, Mm. you know, and I'll I'll get that inner knowing. And it's the energy in person that helps me determine that. So you want to skip that step that is required. Well, it's not that I want to skip the step, it's that I want to, I don't know. I think it's like I, when I'm online dating, I force myself to look at men who I don't even, I know that I'm not even attracted to. And I know I've <laughs> coached
1: you in this area before. I know, because I, I know.
0: Uh, so, she called it leading with my humper. But, yeah. you know, I mean, that's important also because I was in. It's
1: not that it's not important. No, I know. That. But also you and I both know that when you lead with your humper, it also <laughs> it also hitches its wagon yes. to the trauma of a child. So what was attractive at 15 and then let's say mom and dad get divorced you have your first sexual experience and it was awesome. You felt connected, but then they broke up with you a week later. Like you're, you're looking for, it's like a high, you're looking for that yeah. high again, but it's maybe that person never really met all of you. They only met yeah. that one piece of you. So I always, when I hear clients really speaking to one area of a, of someone they're looking for, I'm like, Ooh, what's going on with the other areas? Like, how can we make sure that all areas, mind, body, and spirit
0: are all being um, examined and screened for. So, Right. No, and I got that. And I totally did that too when I was in your mindful dating Mm -hmm. uh, program. Um, I don't know. I think it's just the organic thing is, is, I don't know what it is. I just am feeling like I tried the online dating thing. It didn't really work for me. It Mm -hmm. became a distraction. It became Mm -hmm. like, you know, something to numb out on when I was bored you know, like, Oh, I like, I don't know. And so I just, and I also was just getting the message, like focus more on you. And I, I knew that there was more healing I had to do before yeah. I could find that person too. So why am I going to be putting myself out there and, I, and I'm going to keep attracting people w- from an unhealed space, you know? So that was one of the reasons, but I don't know, just organically. It's just, I'm like, Oh, I want to go back to old school. Didn't we talk about this? And you said, you're going to send me a book. Um, Oh yes.
1: Wait, you're, you're not, send- wait, when I send this book, I'm not even going to say it because I'm i not even wanting you to Google it because <laughs> okay. you're an Aquarius and you're going to start doing some investigative work and you're be like, what the fuck is she thinking to suggest this? But I think it's a okay. classic. It has a little bit, it's got a little bit of. I don't think it's, it's it can feel like sexism when okay. I. S- so I don't even want to look like that at me. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, don't okay. tell
0: me. Just send it to me after. But um, I think that I'm, I'm getting, I'm like, I'm feeling like I want to be old school. I want, I want to be courted. I want, you know, but like, I don't want to, I don't want to do it through the internet. You know, I, I don't know. I okay. Just,
1: All right. So you're going to pause that. I'm a big believer, and I think you will come back. Potentially come back to that. Sorry, that was noise of me moving my chair. Mm-hmm. I think you might come back to it. So what I did, let okay. me read you and. Um, but I'm thank you for answering that because I'm always like. Who fucking cares? Like, who cares where you find them? If I found a million dollars in my trash, or I found a million dollars in my trunk, I don't care. It's freaking million dollars.
0: Well, that's and that's not. It's not that I care about where it's coming from. I think it's because I tried the online dating thing for at least like over a year now. But
1: but the grocery store, how's the
0: organic thing going?
1: That's what I don't understand. Is people say I
0: want to meet organically? I'm like, well, how's that going? Not so great either. It doesn't necessarily have to mean I have to meet them at the grocery store. But like, hey, I know this person. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, somebody who knows. But how's that going? I mean, I haven't, I'm well, I'm, I haven't put myself out there and said that to people. Like, hey, if you know anybody, okay. like, you know, so I haven't actually done that. But okay. you know, I think it's also probably just me being fed up with online dating and thinking I need to try a different way. So it just could be that too, you know. Okay, I'm not attached to either of it. Like, a man no, comes into my life really through online dating, I'm gonna fucking yeah. take it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and here I say this, and I get really impassioned because I have so many, you know, you know, I. Coach mindful dating, yeah, and I hit people hit the wall around, like, um, I want to be organic, and I'm like, well, you met your first husband that way, didn't go so well, so why <laughs> so do we care? True. Maybe that's I, true, and, yeah, and and, true. and so, yeah, so but I say it to you because you're you hold space for my like a bigger conversation for a lot of humans, yeah, um, okay, so first things I pulled two different cards, and I also pulled from, um, um what's the other deck i pulled from i have to find the lid so it's called so i pulled from soul coaching with denise lynn and earth magic with steve farmer both of them are might be a little bit of old school cards i love
0: the earth magic deck
1: i had you know what because i was gonna pull from you and i have different deck loves like Mm. i like it but this is so your vibe like it is i love it you're so much more earthy than me i think i'm more like I'm Pinterest, and you're like I don't know what's a like. I feel like I can get a, whatever. Anyway, I'm going off topic, but I like. I things think this is going to be part of our coaching later. I, I <laughs> Stop probably. comparing yourself to other people, Erin. I no, know, I know, probably. <laughs> okay, so I asked the cards like, what um, what do you? What are some? Because I asked the cards a few minutes ago, and then we started okay. talking. Is I it was like, what? um, does she need to focus on in this journey? Like, where's your, um, true north, right? Like your guidepost. And it's first one I got was embracing. Okay. And embrace love in all of my life. And I think I understand this. And the next one was joy, Hmm. um, joy and ecstasy flow enough through me wildly and freely. And what I see is, practice with yourself. Cause I, I think that it does make sense that you've, you felt like you need to break, but what if you sure. embrace joy, like you really take it at another level in all areas of your life. Mm-hmm. So if you're feeling really joyful around hobbies, right. And your friendship groups and your work or only in some, like how do I deepen this because it's wildly and freely. And I think that's really important to you is like, how do I, um honor my wild and how do I get freedom to be my wild because you do have this whole wild aspect to you which Mm. is why I think you're attracted to particular type of men who like wild women Mm -hmm. but I um but I don't know but you're you're wild like in a very modern day wild of like I still pay my bills. I still pay my taxes. I still put gas in my car. (laughs) You're not going to see me on the corner saying, Hey dude, give me got some money to pay for. Like you're not going to, right. You're not this gypsy. You're not wild of whatever the old wild is, but practice deepening all your joy, joy, deepening, embracing joy across areas of your life. Mm -hmm. Because when you go to look for partners, you we'll have practice looking. You'll want to see how they make you feel the exchange in all areas. Gosh, you know what? We talk about work. There's synergy. Oh, this is nice. Oh, we're talking about raising kids. Oh yeah. Oh, they're talking about like, Oh, they go and do burning man. Mm -hmm. That's kind of crazy. And he's, I mean, I met a guy who was an HR director who got hired by a burning man.
0: Wow, Because he was
1: so type A. They loved him because like, look, we're not type A, but they were like, right. we, <laughs> we have need to get one because <laughs> our- everything was exchange. Right. Right. But the way they did it, cause it was some money. The federal government was like, no, you have to, <laughs> you have to make this all legal. <laughs> and Burning Man's this like artsy, crazy party right. like, in Arizona. I think I don't, yeah. I don't know, I don't know where it is. I could see you
0: going to it. Like, that's something I could see you doing. Me, I'd be like, ew, dirty. Uh, There's a part of me that's like that too, though, where, like, there is yeah. a part of me who's kind of like, Ugh. I don't like to be, certain parts of me don't like to be uncomfortable. Like, I want a mm. bed to sleep in. I don't want, mm. I, I, I have tr- I have trouble with really large groups of people. Yeah. Like, you know, sometimes, like, if we're spread out, it's fine. But, like, if people are all around me, like, I'm gonna, like, Punch somebody yeah. because I need my space.
1: <laughs> no, and that makes sense because I think the more sensitive people are, the more they want to control the energy that flows right. in their yeah. space. Right. But so he, but I feel like that's what you are. You're like half pet suit and half this free hippie. Right, um, and it's not just hippie. <clears throat> there's also this like other piece that I can't picture like right now. which yeah, witchy, yeah, witchy hippie. Yeah. So then, um. What I saw, then I pulled and I said, well, what does she need to do to get unstuck? And I pulled wind, this is from the earth magic, wind activation. Mm-hmm. And then of course, the one you love, fire, passion. Yeah. <laughs> so when, since you're now, lots of times when we have, and we were talking, we going have the guest on, Liz,
0: mm-hmm. who
1: the yoga teacher, and she no, was I mean, saying-
0: Oh, it, Liz, just kidding. Yeah,
1: yeah, As As um, the yoga teacher slash healer. And she was saying- To take our energy, our chi, and really like bring it back into ourselves. And we sometimes as women, we give it out. Mm -hmm. So I see this respite as you're activating your passion, which normally would activate your humper like sexually and look for the mate, right? On pursuit rather than exactly. how do I turn it in to myself as I find, it's almost like a little bit more balanced because what I see with you, Bethany is you're like where you're really expressed and you're really having enjoying yourself. It's like high, but then where you're not, it's like suffer. Yeah. And I, like, <laughs> and I don't think give a lot of like areas, but there's
0: definitely like a survival for some of the pieces in your life. Yeah. So it's so clear right now for that, like at least one area of my life. So, okay. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's like with work. Is it with work? It's my with, teaching job. Yeah. I yeah. just, you know, I love working one on one with my students. And I like, I was once passionate about early childhood. And it's not that I'm not. I think le- I have taken so much from learning about human development and child development in general with me. Um, but I just, the structure of education is so confining and limiting and restricting and that's just all I feel when I'm doing those things and it's like I have to like it's just like everything's I don't know I just feel very restricted and it doesn't make me happy my heart's not in it anymore and all I want to do is all of this other stuff that I'm doing the podcast and my coaching and the tarot and crystals and healing and I want to do all that stuff and um so it's been very clear to me this starting this semester that it's like, um, it's on its way out because it just doesn't make me happy anymore, um so
1: and I would say there's something an opportunity still to bring I think it's oh, we were just talking about this relationships well, if you haven't broken up, you're something to learn, but you haven't yeah. broken up from your day job, right I haven't, yeah, I feel like what you've done is you're splitting your personality a little bit, yeah, your your wild and free is over here in your coaching and Tarot and your business suit, be a good team player. Yeah. Um, Stay in your desk. I just keep seeing you like sitting in your desk, like when you really
0: like sit on group meetings for hours and I'm just like, Oh my God, this is so fucking boring.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But, but what, but I also don't see you challenging it. You're not letting that what's coming alive in you. Right. So I've
0: is not, you're not letting it seep into your day job. That's true.' I, that's, I don't feel comfortable expressing how, what I am actually thinking and feeling in those group type meetings because it's just I don't know it almost feels like what, there's no point like it's so funny because
1: that's what I got was yeah I've had clients and I know you have that were like, yeah. oh you know what I'm just gonna get, I need to get divorced like we're in a second habit and I'm like, well, did you tell them this? No, we j- they just don't know me like this and I just need freedom and I'm like, well, hold on, hold horses. Yeah, if mm-hmm. you want a divorce, that's fine. Like, no skin off my nose. Yeah. But have you expressed what you need and seen if your partner can meet you there? Yeah. And I feel like you haven't expressed what you need and some of um, not just what you need, but some ideas mm. to see if you, there is room,
0: right? Like it the, could still uh, be on a, a possibility. Out. Yeah, no, I think it is. If it because I did express like, uh, bef- so we're we enter tra- we're in a transition. So we have a new program chair who started this year. So mm-hmm. she's like having to play catch up, and you know we're all and she's great. I like there's nothing wrong with her, and I absolutely think I would feel comfortable going to her and saying, "Hey, this is where I feel like I'm not my strengths aren't being utilized. You know, I just don't feel like the, what I'm doing is really." I guess I'm moving, I'm growing past what I'm doing is how I feel. But, um, I had come, I went to my old program chair, but this was like, she was already on her way out. And I like proposed this, like, Hey, I think the the program needs some coaching. And I like made a whole proposal about this is where I think we need coaching for the students, for the, for the, teachers or the staff, whatever it was. And it was, you know, of course she loved my idea. It's not that that wasn't it, but it's always like, well, there's no funding for that. You know, it's basically my idea would be to create a brand new position for myself within the program. And that's where my mind goes to think like, that's possible to me. And, and so there is still a chance I could bring that to the program chair and say, Hey, you know, for next semester. And it's almost kind of, kind of be like, if this doesn't happen, I'm going to leave kind of thing. Like if, if I don't get this, like, this is where I'm headed. This is what I I see, how I could support the program. That's kind of where my mind goes. And it sounds arrogant. It sounds like, you know, um, cocky, but that's just how I feel.
1: (laughs) Well, here's what you can do too. It's kind of like saying, Hey, I don't know why I keep liking it to a relationship, but that's what I keep seeing is, Hey, I don't like the relationship we've developed. Mm-hmm. I'm birthing something new, I'm desiring, I see a new opportunity, but I also get, we have a pattern, we have a history of doing it this way. Yeah. I would love to build towards this. I yeah. can see me being in the program long-term if it looked more like this, which I think meets these needs that have been, so it has to be a little, it has to be correlated to data, right? Right, right. And then can you support me in exploring and see if we could transition to that? Mm -hmm. and I'm not vetted. The other thing is I see you're being a little bit blinder. Mm -hmm. Like you're like coaching this way. They might have another term, another thing. That's it's your basically what you're saying, but it's done in a little bit differently. Like who Mm -hmm. said it has to be inside of your program? What if it's like, you know what? sociology, psychology, they really are not getting hung, hung, hung. You know, I got my undergraduate degree in psychology and they threw me in child development classes right and left. And I hated it. I was like, I'm so sick of this. And every time they always thought I was a, they're like, do you not know anything about kids? I'm like, I guess not. Cause I feel stupid right now, but I feel like so often everyone has their own lanes. They're not cross. Um, they're not dipping enough and and validating i just feel like there's something potentially more it feels like you're what you're wanting but it's gonna look a little differently you know i have a friend who coached um college students for years and she kept they eventually once she stopped trying to tell everyone like she had a vision of what she was gonna do Uh and then finally a president of the college is like I don't need you to coach our students. I need you to coach the staff, and I need you right. to like, we're not going to hire you again to coach the students. Hmm. She was like, "What?" They're like, "Either the staff or go," because we think you're that good, and we're just yeah. over this because they're now. And I think there's something that you're not seeing. Okay. In this, but consider you're not sale- selling your position. Yeah you're collaborating on meeting the needs of, of a school and meeting the and even more than needs of a program. Cause yeah. that feels too, uh, it feels like meeting the
0: needs of students and colleagues. Okay. Yeah. Right. It's all of it. Yeah.
1: And sometimes I feel like when you think of it that way, you can hear needs, you can hear, um, deficits that you actually could approach yeah um and that I think is where you can it might not even be in your own program what if they end up saying oh my gosh the student fac, the student faculty or whatever the ASB you know student president or there's all these student (laughs) programs right all I can do is see a student building so I'm I'm guessing it could Mm. be who knows what it's around it could be the women's center like whatever Mm. it is they might be like oh my gosh we want someone to come in and coach around trauma, childhood trauma meets this. And that whole spiritual thing you have is like, you're, that's where you're rare. It's your skills over here that you want to run after. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You're not allowing them to come in openly. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I was just talking to a a client who went through cosmetology school and she's like, my favorite teachers were the ones that would do meditation with us and visualization. I'm like, cosmetology school does that. Oh yeah. The ones that were like, Hey, they had like mindful practices. I always did better in their classes. I think that's something that you're bringing, but you have a little bit of, you have a little bit. So when I tell people dating, there's either like, am I good enough? Yeah. Not everyone lands this or there's ew. I don't want to work with it. I don't like you. I'm not attracted. I think it, <laughs> inside you, you're wondering if you're good enough. Yeah. But you portray, ew. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> so when people, when you're working with teams, they're getting, they're smelling the ew. This is bullshit. Uh. Yeah. So I think if you can work on that, it it directly correlates to you being with a partner that is someone far above your childhood traumas. Yeah.
0: Well, I was going to say, I was, uh, the, the feeling you're getting relating it back to relationship is because that's what I do is like my, that is one of my patterns is like, instead of, Hey, this isn't working for me. Like, can we do this instead? I'm just like, okay, no, I'm done. And, I, and yes. I'm like, I'm done talking to you. <laughs> Which
1: I love that about you. Because you, you know when to cut, like your boundaries yeah. you have really clear. But the, what you do, the thing I think you skip over is saying what you need and want. Yeah. Like you go, you, it doesn't occur to you in my, my assessment of you or my observation. It doesn't occur to you, go, wait a minute, did I express everything I need? hmm Because you're already in the ew. <laughs> Rather than going, wait, did I, exp- me? hold on, I'm feeling an Ew
0: which mm-hmm. your
1: pattern is peace out. I'm out. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm either leaving or I'm building my boat to leave, right? I'm sailing mm-hmm. away. And that's where my attention's going. But in, in, what you could also consider is before you build the boat to leave, you go, wait a minute. Okay. I'm feeling the ew. All right. Stop before I go to build, to leave, the build, the bridge, whatever. Have I said everything? Mm-hmm. And have I checked in? that they heard me. Right. Like oftentimes we communicate in a silo to ourselves. Like, well, I did, I said everything. I'm like, well, did you ask them? Yeah. Well, no. Well then how do you know? (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know, and how do you know what you said made sense? Especially when we're trying to express something new. Yeah, totally. That's a hard one because we're building that in ourselves, right? And we're getting like, what is that? Did I, I, was, I was just right. talking to Megan who works with both of us on marketing and I was telling Megan this concept I had. Mm-hmm. And I could tell Megan was like, huh? And I was like, <laughs> I think the work looks like this. And I was like, it's kind of like this. And I realized I'm birthing something and I don't even know what it is. Yeah. Or the listener, the person She's I want like- to be- <laughs>
0: What? Yeah. It's true though. It's it's difficult to put it into words sometimes what you're feeling, you know. Totally. And I think that that's what I'm learning how to do. And um I think I have practiced and tried that, but with certain people it doesn't get received or they don't they really don't understand me and I try to explain it and they really don't get it. You know, obviously they're just not that person to give that to me or whatever.
1: Or I would just And it discourages would... me. Yeah. Yeah, because you're well, we're looking for vo- someone to validate, right? Like, right, yeah. right? But, and I think sometimes, I think it's good not to tell people, like sharing what those things that are v- um, fragile in you should be really given to those who can hold it with care. Yeah, yeah. But here is not what I'm talking about. Here, it's very much like you have ideas and you have a new way you want to be seen, and it, mm. but you are... Um, you're impatient that they don't get it quicker. Yeah. So (laughs) so that's what I see is like, and I think you're like that on dates. Like, do you not Mm. get it? Okay, fine. Like I'll, I know I can rely on you for have a fun time, maybe sex, have some flirting, but you're not my person because Mm -hmm. in these other areas
0: Mm -hmm. rather.
1: And then you get impatient and you turn off. Yeah. Like you're already turning to go.
0: Mm -hmm. It's so true.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, I would have you look at instead of measuring that they understand and they're like on your team, building it with you that, um, that they want to understand. Yeah. There's the desire like, if you came to me with your, as a boss, my worst boss, she was such a bitch, was (laughs) actually the only boss I ever had that could understand when I was birthing something. Mm -hmm. It was so frustrating because I'd be like, I'm thinking this. And she was like, I get what you're saying, did it? And I was like, why is Diane so good at understanding my, like, (laughs) forming something new, this new concept, but she's such a bitch to work for. Like, yeah. so for you, you might not get all the things you want, the warm fuzzy, the cheerleader, whatever it is you desire when you're giving something new, but are they staying in the game with you Mm -hmm. to understand and are they looking at a way to try to collaborate, right? Yeah. And oftentimes we have a viewpoint that doesn't look like other people's viewpoint. And it's frustrating because it feels lonely, but I feel like that's why you're there because you have the viewpoint. No one else has. Yeah. And bottom line, the research shows diversity in developing anything new of opinions and thoughts and ideas far exceeds a positive concrete result than when there is homogeny. Is that mm-hmm. the word
0: homogeny? I don't know. I don't know what that okay. word means. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so I don't know. I'm gonna Google it afterwards. Yeah,
1: but like when everything's the same. Come on. Okay. Like, I
0: don't know. Uh, that kind of
1: came out of right field. I was like, oh god, I hope I said that word right.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Uh-huh. I mean, sure, it sounded great.
1: <laughs> so say so now I'm gonna overlay this with dating. Okay. Because I know we're gonna come to the end here. You can ask me one question. Probably have time for, it, but it's fine. You're looking for reflection of you oftentimes with the guy rather than mm. diversity of opinions and thoughts, which I think is going to turn out something better in a relationship than when someone yeah. matches you.
0: I think it, yeah, I think there is a fear of, um, that diversity only just from past experiences of, um, when somebody like that, if somebody doesn't agree with me that they're going to then like shame me or, you know, judge me or make me feel Mm -hmm. bad, you know, that whole right or wrong, or I'm going to be like my viewpoints Mm -hmm. better or right, And I don't do that. Like if somebody starts to like challenge me, you know, just because I have a different viewpoint, I'm like, I'm I'm out. Like I don't, I'm not trying to challenge your viewpoint. I have no problem with hearing other people's viewpoints and then expressing my own if it's different. And I will still be friends with them and I will, you know, have a relationship Mm -hmm. with them. And so I think that is, there's that fear of just that happening, that someone wanting to have power over me or trying to change my mind about something is where I think I... I step back sometimes with, uh, people who have strong viewpoints that differ from mine. See, and I'm not looking for
1: different differing. Cause I, that's like, I don't want to get into argumentative or where you have to right. validate what you're, but I feel like <clears throat> you, well, one, I think you could put a little bit of your vulnerability in, like, I don't have this all figured out. And this is something I'm super passionate about. Mm-hmm. And so when you're passionate about something that's new, you, there is a vulnerability to you. Right of wanting to protect it. But what you could do is say, hey, so I'm thinking of work, right? If she started arguing like, well, we don't need that. That's not your person, right? But if she goes, well, what what do you mean by that? Like, what would that look like? Mm -hmm. That's not arguing. That's them trying to understand what you see as a contribution. Right. And that actually I say is partnering. I think sometimes you misinterpret my senses when it comes to stuff that's important to you. So like a relationship or this new project. You hear disagreement, dissent, when I think there's seeking understanding and trying to see how it fits.
0: Yeah, and that I would, could be. Just like the peak
1: vulnerable stuff. Nothing like, like if you like to, if you went on a date and he did something, let me clarify. Sometimes I think you interpret like if you go on a date and he does something, you made a decision. You're like yeah. building the boat, you're out. Rather than going, judgment. hey, I heard you say this. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? And I think that's your trauma talking is when you go, it is peace, but you don't check in for clarification. Like when right. you said this, can you tell me what that meant? Or right. You're talking to your, the chair and you're like, I heard you say this is, I mean, you're, I'm, I'm, you know, Brene Brown talks about like, I make up the story that means that you don't want, you're not interested in what I'm, I'm selling.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh no,
1: not at all. I'm just, I'm having a hard time understanding this, or I'm actually trying to figure out how we can make this work.
0: Yeah, that's definitely my trauma. I think it's, and especially with men too, when I I noticed is that um, when I have like, I think it's because I want to make a direct reflection or I I, like, I'm reflecting to them like, hey, this is how you're coming across. Mm. And in the past, I've gotten very defensive responses Mm. when I'm just doing what you just said, right? So I learned to just like, not do that don't question you know of course it probably comes from childhood too It's like don't question what mm-hmm. he said because you're gonna get a response you don't want and that's like what I was conditioned to believe do you
1: think it's also that um you you shut down the way you defend I was just talking to a client about this that I said sometimes actually a couple clients sometimes we dominate by talking and sometimes we dominate by shutting up Mm-hmm. and that maybe you take back your power when you hear something it makes you go oh they don't they're not hearing me i'm not being heard i'm not being validated so i'm yeah. gonna sort of stop talking and in your own way that's you dominating access to you like yeah. you don't get to see absolutely
0: me anymore. oh for sure that's absolutely right it's like the only way you can keep your power basically you know Well, yeah, that's- In my warped perception, you know. Well, yeah, and
1: trauma, like, and and what we're having, so everyone's listening is we're having the conversation of how you respond to trauma. Mm -hmm. That is, makes total sense. You survive, right? Someone hit, you know, you get hit for crying. You stop crying, so you stop getting hit, right? But in an adulting, it doesn't have the same effect because someone asks you a question, they're not hitting you. They're just, we don't know what's going on, but it triggered your child- yeah. response, which is, Oh, shut down. Don't let right. anything. Exactly. So I would invite you. Okay. So when you're talking to the chair is I would invite you to say, I have a tendency, like I, I get a little sensitive or sometimes I, I might shut down a little bit, but I want to, I want to stay engaged in this conversation with you. And I might ask for a lot of clarity, like a lot of clarity around, cause I <clears throat> don't want to misinterpret. Right. If you can, like, preface something, they're like, oh, got it. And then they'll partner with you not only on what you're talking about, potentially, Mm -hmm. but also partner with you on how to communicate it with you so that they stay out of the potholes of triggering you.
0: Yeah. too. they don't want to be there. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've Um, had a little bit of work in that area, but it's definitely something I'm still not comfortable with.
1: Yeah. I feel like it's kind of you're hitting, like, your final leg of a race because I think – where you, it serves, oh gosh, I just think that because of the trauma, you are actually, that's what makes you really good at what you do. Right. But in your own relationship, it's kind of the obstacle that you're like, yes, oh, absolutely. You're hitting. So it's like, okay, <laughs> that great. That gave me a compassion and understanding for my clients, but I'm kind of over it. I don't, I'm not dating my clients. I want to date someone who's a peer and I'm not I'm not coaching my boss. I want to be with a peer. So exactly. Yeah. Okay. That's what I see. I see those are the two things. It's so weird how it's going to, it's very cyclical. It's
0: all, yeah, it's all connected. Right. I mean, how we do one thing is how we do all things. So yeah, (laughs) sometimes, I don't know. I suck at my taxes. I avoid the hell out of them, but
1: if it comes to like Clients, I'm all over it. Like, so I could look. People are like, "Oh, you're
0: so professional." I'm like, "Going, oh, yeah, I haven't seen my books." Like, don't, like <laughs> I hate doing those. Well, yeah, but that's just something that you don't enjoy. You know, I, know. I don't. Know. There's a difference.
1: But there's also fear. There's also like other shit there. I think. Too. Yeah. So I'm, well, what I'm trying, what the reason why
0: I'm saying that is I relate to you. Is what my point? Okay. Gotcha. Right. I know. I try to, when I, sometimes I'll start, I want to share a personal story, you know, like when I'm coaching somebody only because I want them to understand that I understand what they're experiencing, not trying to make it about me, (laughs) you know, like, and it's like, it's such a fine balance when you're coaching to like, make sure that that person, you know, it's not, you're not making it about you and your making it about that person but sometimes you have personal stories to share that maybe they get something out of or you know it's just helping them not feel alone too you know yeah
1: i feel that and i feel like i do know people people um remember and i do stories whether it's mine or someone else's story to trigger emotions because when you Mm. trigger emotions you can trigger transformation totally so that's what i'm always looking for yeah (laughs)
0: that makes sense too Okay. Well, yeah. Thank you for that.
1: You're welcome. I love it because um, I could,
0: if you guys could what? see
1: Bethany, she's like, oh, okay, got it. And oh okay. Like, I feel like you're like, I know.
0: <sighs> I'm annoyed. It's always, yeah, I always get annoyed after coaching because I'm just like, oh, okay, like, fine. <laughs> but I'm good. I'm good. I'm not upset. I'm just like, oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. My turn. Eek. Your turn. Eek. Okay, so Erin, what would you like to focus on?
1: I think for me, it's both, mm, let's go, okay, which one do you think? I get money, like how to pop it to another level, or see, I don't know, like it is money and or I think my job, my, com- my career. Well, and I
0: mean, those are both, right? I mean, that, that's like a, go hand in hand, I think. Yeah, that um, was Bethany,
1: um... Sheffield. Bethany is so much more savvy with cards. I look like a hot, I look like a nuke. Like if you're making pancakes in the kitchen, I'm the one that's like having a hell of a time flipping it. And <laughs> Bethany's like flipping it in the air. Like the way we do Tarot, I am like, I look like such a dinghy for the amount of years oh I do it. boy. Where I watch you, you're like... Like, everything's... But, I, but how often do you use them, though? That's
0: the thing. Is like uh, every...
1: daily? Do you? Oh, okay. Oh, like, four <laughs> or five times a day. It's not lack of know. playing with them. I think that I just... you. They're like an extension of your body, like a skateboard with a skater kid or something. And totally. I am like the
0: 50-year-old trying to skate, lo- looking, in you know. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're hilarious. Ah. Um Okay. So, I'd say it's more about mindset than oh. money or or job. And because I think okay. for for when, and this is like has been has been coming up for me and like just in conversations with other people about mindset is what determines everything else in your life the way you look at something and again like I believe how we do one thing is generally how we do all things. So um, you just not being good at the books doesn't mean that like it, it there's something underneath there. There's like more yeah. anxiety about it. And even in you saying that you want to focus on money and job, I'd say there's some anxiety underneath totally. money and like, there's a fear that's happening. Right. So there's, there's a something playing out in your mind that's causing you to feel s- scarce yeah. when it comes to money or attracting clients or whatever it is you're a- attempting to create. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So is there anything specific? Like, do you, have you gone into that fear personally? Because I mean, you know, you've done a lot of work for yourself or you know, like on yourself. So if you already know, then tell me.
1: <laughs> I think for me, well, I've looked, I, I see that my work and money is two different things. Like I ha- I think I've had them collapse for many years. Mm-hmm. Like, and when I realized that actually what I do is different it is correlated to money, but money is not, they're not on the, they're on this, you know, they're, we're both in the car, but they're two different characters. <laughs> okay. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. And I think money for me is <clears throat> around, I um, is it's like scarcity. Is there going to be enough? Mm-hmm. And I, and I've been doing a lot of stuff with manifesting and working on that, but I do think there's stuff around childhood traumas. Mm. Um, traumas as much as well, maybe traumas. Um, (laughs) like you have to work really hard to make money was like a story in my family. We were were one of five kids. Um, there's never enough money. Right. And I think that I think with COVID, I think it's also a collective energy that I'm feeling like (gasps) people for sure. But one thing I did get coached on from, um, my friend Debbie she was saying, Aaron, you kind of, Aaron, Aaron, you kind of <laughs> sit by money. Like sometimes like I, she's like,
0: why do I feel like there's money next to you, but you just don't pursue you, it. And that's some t- you don't take it as a part of you. I feel like there's this separation with, and I think this happens a lot because it's a physical thing, right? Mm-hmm. But we forget that it is also just energy. Totally. Everything is energy. So if you're wanting to manifest more, you have to work on your vibration and your energy rather than focusing on the physical outside thing, right? So we yes. see it as outside of us, but really it is a part of us because whatever we're attracting is a part of what we who we are. So I think there's that disconnection there, you know, because yeah. it's a physical t- tangible object. Although That's- it's not really, I mean, who uses a lot of physical money nowadays anyway it's all venmo and you it's know, even more obvious that it's energy. exactly yeah it's it's energy it's like and where's all this money coming from it's just numbers right it's just we just see numbers on a screen and that's how money shows up in our life so yeah i, I knew a woman
1: that accidentally
0: missed a zero so oh no it should have
1: been a million <gasps> went to a hundred thousand and she's like oh, it was just a zero like literally accounting department was like oh it was a zero miss right they and I was like, fuck up. what, if, what yeah. if our brains could be like that? So that's what I'm, I'm mm-hmm. would like coaching on is why is that zero like <sighs> so much beaming <laughs> around me rather you. than being like, oh, I was off of zero. Like I want there to be more fluidity and excitement and play mm-hmm. with money than I've done a lot of work and I've gotten to a certain place yeah. with it, but I can feel I'm meant to like break through to another level. So totally. Help, Bethany. Okay. <laughs>
0: i'm okay, so you fucked
1: like, up no we i mean like we all
0: have this i have this in some way shape or form um, i might be taking notes so if you see
1: me okay. looking down on my paper it's because i'm making sure How dare I you yeah the, you didn't me, take notes i just want you to me look know. at the
0: cards i know Fuck. <laughs> so clearly you know i'm gonna be texting you aaron what did you tell me at our- <laughs> thank god it's recorded <laughs> You know that's why I keep a notepad with
1: me for coaching because I'm so bad at that. No, it I actually I only started doing the last couple years because (laughs) I well I didn't do I mean I've been coaching for freaking 10 years and now it's because I have to, like, they have homework or something, and they'll be like, Erin, what was it? I'm like, right, no, I do this thing. person. I don't
0: remember what the hell I said to you this morning. I know I do that too now in readings. I'll have like little post-its, and I'm like, okay, let me write this down before we move on so I remember to send this to you after. Um, yeah, because yeah, I'll forget. Okay, so two sevens came out okay. in a row. Ooh. So I love the number, the number seven, seven. Why I don't Good. know but... that's awesome. Seven is a very spiritual number. Um, Ooh. so actually, you know, I don't know the exact meaning of it, but maybe you can look it up. Um, I but will- So the first card is the chariot and that is a major arcana uh, card. So that's like a major life theme. And Mm. the chariot is about moving forward. It's about, and he's not moving forward in this picture, but it is about moving forward. And again, it's, it's, to me, this is about like your spiritual path also. Um, Mm. And you see how duality, or I want to say polarity and duality is represented here with the the light and the dark sphinxes. Um, And it's so it's like- Are they both sphinxes? Um, they
1: look the same Yeah well yeah I can't I mean the black one is that what looks they are? Like. No I The black one to me Oh okay Yeah I see Yeah they're the they same have, They, they just, got boobies
0: They do have boobs Are sphinxes Have boobies? I don't know I mean is that Memage? a of, I mean I didn't Okay draw these. I get thrown <laughs> I know I get thrown This is why I don't
1: pull tarot because I get stuck I'm like what does that mean I don't know I pull you This is a joy It has a heart That's it Very simple don't well, get thrown. My left brain doesn't taro, have a conversation. Tarot is
0: not simple. Okay. So, but <laughs> you can't true. get stuck in the details. And I, maybe this is, a, this is a reflection of what happens to you, <laughs> especially when doing your books or money, when it comes, you get yes. stuck in the details and you, you, you hold on to that rather than seeing the bigger picture. Okay. Um, and so it's asking you to see the bigger picture. I think, okay. especially that with that and how you are, how you operate from... Uh, so with this card I get like you're learning how to navigate with both of these like you can't move forward with only one right you need both of them to move forward so you're learning how to get them to work together rather than against each other Mm. Um, but then the other seven card that came out is the seven of swords and this isn't the most desirable card to get no he looks like he's fallen over with a bunch of swords in his hand well he's it's about deception or like getting away with something being sneaky so Am I he's like, sneaky? N- well, so this card to me is always about self-deception. So we're deceiving ourselves somewhere in some way. And it's our mind. Again, it's mindset. Um, whether it's like, and again, I think it's just going back from the past. Like, well, it's and it's not that you're deceiving yourself. It's you're being deceived by the mindset. Does that make sense? Like you're- Like it's whatever real? It like my stories are real? Yes. You're, sto- you're attaching yourself to your stories so much. that scarcity. Like it lives in your body. When you're having like a visceral- mm-hmm. Body yes. response to it—it's living in your body somewhere, and it's wanting to for you to to acknowledge it, but it's also wanting you to release it because it's just a story. Yeah. um And then it is something that this card is about—like can be about financial loss. The Five of Pentacles. It's you guys should see this Five of Pentacles. They have people that look like they're stuck <laughs> in the snow, and he has
1: a broken foot. So I, it, okay. my little worry word in my head—the chicken little is
0: going. I'm so See? Fucked. <laughs> No. See, that's the thing. And that's why people get so afraid of tarot is because just because this energy is coming out doesn't mean you're doomed. It just means this is what's playing out for you. Um, our guest is trying to enter, but oh um, I'll I'll text. Okay. I, I uh, said we
1: would start when we read our client, um, our listener, I told her
0: we would text her. Okay. So Text her. Like, no, yeah, I'm gonna... like, <laughs> I didn't let her in. I think she's, I think she left, anyways. Okay, um, I apologize. So, uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah. So we think that it is this. It's like we're doomed because this energy is coming out. It's like no, mm-hmm. like look at it from an objective perspective, and see how it's just it's just there. This is what, it's just showing you, this is what's here. It, um, so what are you going to do about it basically? You know, so are you going to choose to keep giving into that story into that feeling, or are you going to choose to kind of like dive into it? You want to see like, okay, what's actually happening? What's my fear actually of go down that rabbit hole and then Mm -hmm. be like, do I really need to be afraid of it? You know, like sometimes when I know I've done a lot of mindset, money mindset stuff for myself Mm -hmm. is I'll have to like, look at what are the facts? What are the things that are real? How much money do I actually have? Do I have enough money to pay my bills? How much, you mm. know, like you're actually having to like, and removing the emotion from it,
1: coming mm. at it from
0: a more anal- analytic sp- place than, than an emotional place. And right. then, yeah. And that's this too. The hanged man is about seeing it from a different perspective. You want, you're going to have to kind of dive in. You don't necessarily, have to know where the stories came from you just have to not identify with them anymore so you if it helps you you can identify okay this came from here maybe that helps you not identify with it right like you can say that oh this came from my mom or my dad or my grandparents or Mm -hmm. wherever sometimes that helps people sometimes it doesn't it doesn't really it's practices uh, around that like I do mm -hmm. have
1: practices around breaking it I guess I'm I wish yeah
0: so it helps me like it's kind of like Right. It's taking it, at, you can remove it from you. Like you can mm-hmm. put it onto something else to mm-hmm. where you don't feel like it, you're taking responsibility for it. There's there's yeah. a sense of. Like you, I'm not wearing it. Like it's my arm
1: rather than exactly. I'm wearing it. It's like a jacket that I could take off.
0: Exactly. And it be yeah, my I was, analogies. I know. I love it. I'm terrible at those. Um, <laughs> so I love watching. You're like, <laughs> where's she like, going? Sure. Wait, yes, okay. yes. That yeah. one works. No, exactly. that one did not make so much sense. Okay. It's all good. So how, but um, is, do you have a, Oh, sorry. Uh, Okay, so I was going to say, yeah, uh, keep that question because I want you to come back to it. But um, (laughs) I was talking to somebody about this last night when I was doing a reading for them and and how we how it's learning about how to hold the space for the thing without being a being in it, right? So it's like without Okay. So the analogy that I used last night was people dumping their emotional garbage into her, but what she needs to do is create an outside container of space where they can dump that emotional garbage. So she can still be that person who they come and talk to. She just is not taking it within her and Mm -hmm. digesting it herself. Okay. So you're, you're doing that. You're taking a money mindset, scarcity mindset, within you still it's still going within you mm-hmm. and processing as it's a part of you and if you don't like it you know it's like it's kind of you're at that a, a place where you're like if I don't like the way this feels why am I still doing it you know like yeah. so it's like you kind of have you're getting to a point where you can say okay I'm going to shift to seeing it a different way yeah. rather than going to my go-to which would be to oh, oh my god like yeah spooks out yeah it spooks yeah. you. And then you look at, what am I really afraid of? You have to ask that. Like, if you were talking to somebody else, like, what are you actually afraid of? Fucking up. And what does that mean about about you, if you fuck up? Then that
1: means that I will, like, I could screw something else. Like, like the ripple of a fuck up, right? So if I go, oh shit, I didn't... Okay. So let's say taxes. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Shit. I did it wrong. I'm going to, I could get audited by the IRS. Like, okay. So oh! what, happens, what happens if you get audited? Then
0: they're going to know I fuck up and
1: then I'm going to have to owe money.
0: <laughs> and then, so, so say that happens, then what?
1: Then I will pay. Hopefully I have it. It's not that much, but you know.
0: <laughs> right. So you want to go into that rabbit hole of yeah. like, okay, what go into the worst case scenario, your mind's going to the worst case scenario. So you want to go into, Okay. What if this actually did happen? How would I handle it? Would I be okay? Am I really going <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> to totally. die? Am I going to die? Am I going to be homeless? Or will the yeah. universe support me enough to know that I maybe I did fuck up and now I'm paying for it? I'm going to own that. Yeah. And now I'm going to pay it back because obviously I fucked up. And so it's like, am I supported enough? Do I feel supported enough in the universe to get that extra money to pay for that fuck up? Or, mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of like where your mind has to go is like worst yeah. case scenario. How would I handle it? will I be okay? And it's really about the trust in yourself that you'd know what to do and that mm-hmm. you'll come out being okay. And that, yeah. you know, and it's just a lesson anyway, too. Right. You know, if you're uh, if you have to go th- through something where you did fuck up and pay back money or whatever it is. Yeah. But also it means some you're making it mean something about you emotionally. Which, yeah. Like, what does it mean to be a fuck up? Like, what would you call someone who's a fuck up?
1: uh it's so funny it depends if i called someone a fuck up uh well if, if i would be like uh they're not learning they're not like hello you're, you're not stupid getting- you're stupid uh n- stupid but also like stubborn stupid like okay you're really not willing but you're dense. To learn. <laughs> dense you're dense yeah like, okay.
0: uh, and probably it's stupid and irresponsible, right? Okay. There's yeah. Irri- being irresponsible. So there's a judgment there that you're afraid to feel about yourself or you don't want to yeah. feel judged by other people if you make this mistake. Totally. Yeah. And that's really what is, what the fear is. Yeah. So. All right. So I but can are do you those things, Aaron? Are you those things, Erin? Are you those things? Stupid no, and irresponsible? No. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And you know that you can say, okay. I'm not actually those things. So I know that I'll handle it in a responsible way. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And it's kind of
1: like Byron Katie. Uh, have know, of her. Is it true? How do you know it's true? Is it really true? Right. Like you just keep asking those questions. Exactly. Um, is there anything you're getting? Okay. So if I, I'm going to keep, I'm going to practice those. Okay. And is there anything you're getting that um outside of that, like, do the cards say, "Hey, I also suggest this,"
0: or uh, not these cards, but I can pull more. But I did say, um, I do think maybe we had touched on it, an, it earlier. Was you maybe comparing yourself to other people, and and yeah. and how um, there's that would be like a uh, not accepting yourself for how you operate. You just do things a little bit differently, probably than most people, you know, or some people, or the people that you've had big your relationships with, right, and so you might want to fall into doing it like this one way because it's proven to work, right? It's Mm -hmm. this method's proven to work. So you're, it's a, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, a fail safe, you know,
1: meaning their method is proven to work. Yes. Right. So therefore
0: like, Oh, if I do it differently, My method hasn't necessarily proven to work. Right. So how do I know it's going to work? So therefore you you want to, instead of, so there's, I think it's, again, going back to trust also, that lack of trust in yourself, that how you do things, even if it seems all over the place sometimes, is actually working for you,
1: (laughs) you know? Yeah, no, it's funny because I I giggle because I do have a lot of structure in place. Mm -hmm. Like I have someone who works, checks my books, Mm -hmm. and then I have a bookkeeper who I have get everything prepared for my tax person mm-hmm. and I have a tax person yeah. and I hate talking to all of them. <laughs> I, they're the I loveliest it. of humans and I am anxious with all
0: of them. Right. Because, and what are you afraid? Like what, what makes you, you anxious? I'm being irresponsible gonna tell you? or stupid. Like, Because you're having them help you. Is that why? Because like, if I make a
1: mistake or like, Mm. so when I do my receipts, right. So I have someone that looks at it, prepares it. And then she's like, Hey, you're missing four receipts. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And I'm like, how, how the hell did I miss four receipts? You know, but I'm like, okay. So I have to like write up things. I try to do everything in a way that like would be approved. I used to work for nonprofits. If you can make a nonprofit happy when you do, uh, when you rectify your, your programs, books, spending Mm -hmm. every month, I'm, I'm pretty like doing it for my own business is not that like crazy.
0: And I'm only like doing
1: it for myself, but I get all like, oh crap.
0: Well, or... yeah, it sounds like, well, cause yeah, it sounds like you beat yourself up for making even like the smallest mistake, but it's like, this isn't something you like doing. So, no. so why are you beating yourself up for it? It's like, of course you're going to fuck up. You don't care. You don't care about it. <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> I mean, I you don't. care in a
0: sense, but like you don't care enough to put your energy into it to be so detailed and meticulous to get it right, that of course you're going to fuck up because, you know, eventually when you're like, you know, you have millions of dollars, Aaron. you're going to pay somebody else to do that for you. Yeah, then they you have just to just manage my fuck-ups. Exactly. No, they're going to be the, yeah, exactly. And I always no, tell you but <laughs> that you need an assistant. <laughs> I know.
1: I, I wish you and my mother, like half the people I know, they're like, Aaron, you, I, I literally went to a client's house. I have a couple of clients that I go to them on the wrong day because mm-hmm. I didn't take off the old scheduled standing mm-hmm. meeting. Yeah. I had it for both days and I was like, and I was Great. just laughing. Like I used to yeah. get so bothered by
0: that. And now I'm like, we'll see. I do it I think, rare. I do it less, significantly yeah. less. And but. you're shifting to that place where you can laugh at yourself instead yeah. of get upset with yourself and be like, I can't believe you did that. You know, like, I Fuck. Look like an idiot. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Totally. Like me, but it's like. Oh Jesus! Okay, like you just kind of accept it as a part of you, you know. Yeah. And I think that's what you're doing is you're slowly accepting that you just do things a certain way, and sometimes it's not super like linear. Detailed, detailed. Yeah. yeah. It's detail. not linear, De- and it's not super but detailed. Detail. Yeah. You know, no. you're more detail. the big picture. That's why you're an intuitive coach, you know. Yeah. Um. And that's fine, and there's nothing wrong with that. And if you okay. wanted to learn to focus more in detail, then you could. But yeah, you know, if you don't, then. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think Fuck I. At
1: all. Yeah, it's like <laughs>
0: suffering. Right. Okay, you're making yourself suffer. Yeah. for something that doesn't even belong to you. Okay, I get that. Is there anything else? We're kind of coming to. Do
1: you want to um, make sure I see her? I around? mean, I have
0: a few more cards, but it's like. I, this card is about victory it's about being oh <laughs> i was like so, is that a sword did he just stab no. the horse no okay the six of wands is about did he just stab the horse see that's <laughs> the thing is your mind goes straight to like gloom and doom. <laughs> i know it's, well when it's around certain <laughs> what topics you're expecting no so the six the six of wands is about victory it's about being triumphant um so mm. i feel like you're you're learning how to cultivate that feeling within yourself like mm. like and also um, that growth mindset too is like, okay, well, even if I'm not good at something, if I keep working at it, you know, I'm going to get better at it. And, and seeing that bigger picture rather than the, all the fuck ups. Right. And so, yeah. so focusing on the bigger picture of, of your progress rather than the little details. Um, okay. And then the King of Cups, this, this one is about, so he's like, he feels things very deeply. He is not necessarily show it or say it. So Yeah, all
1: these people would probably not know how much how much anxiety I have. Yeah. No, maybe the one person who sees me the most monthly. Yeah. Or connects
0: everyone else probably is thinks I like right. I'm
1: you're, rolling you're, with it.
0: Exactly. But I think maybe it's like learning how to get that that those feelings out of your body too. Because I mm-hmm. think they're if they live in there, you know, it's like so like a daily practice of movement somehow you know, like with that stuff, Liz was, uh, showing oh, like, us, like the Kundalini.
1: Yeah. yeah do like you think breathing? movement like exercise or do you think movement? No, like gotta, no. I
0: think, um, I mean, it could be, it depends. It depends on where it is in your body. So it's in my stomach. It's so it. So it's your, your solar plexus.
1: Yes. Thank um, you. Yes. It's in my solar plexus. You're welcome. <laughs> um, I just got a wink at of Bethany. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I love your narration. Um, okay. Yeah. So I'd say it depends. Um, dancing possibly like i don't know however you feel <laughs> exactly i made a face like <laughs> she oh, made a morning. face like a oh, fuck okay so then that's exactly i like to
1: dance. dance but that's like
0: have a cocktail go
1: dancing i don't dance to no. move energy
0: okay so it's and see that's the thing too is like you want to start doing things by yourself that make you feel uncomfortable like mm. dancing does dancing by yourself like just in your room with music on make you feel uncomfortable yeah i feel a little dumb and you should do that okay <laughs> And watch yourself in the mirror.
1: <laughs> Next, she's going to say naked
0: and... I won't say that unless you've reached that point where you can get there. Because <laughs> I would say that. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. Okay. So then the Fool. The last card is the Fool, which is a great card. It's about... And embracing the light side of the Fool. Okay. So is okay. it like... Because there's the shadow side, which I think you already like... Uh, no, really well to. Yeah. no you attach yourself to <laughs> yeah because you think oh being foolish is stupid and mm. you're an idiot and whatever but mm-hmm. it's like there's also that very innocent very like I'm gonna take a risk and take leaps of faith and mm-hmm. people may think I'm crazy and pe- people may think that I'm a little weird but who fucking cares I'm enjoying myself so fuck you <laughs> which is so funny that I would even care right this is right. Where I was, remember in the top of the show
1: I said something about like I'm Pinterest and this like I think that I want my shit to be together but I live in I'm like my career says you're an outlier exactly like you're not normal you do shit different yeah so I laugh at like why do I want I think you know why do I care about looking really strong here
0: Well, yeah, it's coming from Catholicism background, also coming from a very structured, you know, uh, social work, do you say social work, nonprofit stuff you did? You know what I'm saying? So it's all the stuff you've had years of experience in that you still feel like it's like you, it's just like Mm -hmm. me with my education, right? So I still feel like I have to be a certain way in that environment. Mm -hmm. And and because coaching is still a little bit structured, you know, I think you forget that you can create your own kind of, structure totally whatever works for you
1: all right I, I i like that i think what i really took away from that last piece was um so just to kind of surmise what you said is one thing mm-hmm. is about diving in and questioning the automatic and i think a lot of people can hear this mm-hmm. is when you get triggered and like, <gasps> scared it's that reptilian brain is yes questioning it but wait how do i know this is real You know, Mm -hmm. you wrote, you told me, like, what are the facts? What is real? Is it really real? Like, am I going to die from this? What's the Mm -hmm. worst case scenario? Has this even ever happened before? Right. Um, How would I handle
0: it, too? Like, looking at how would I handle this if this actually happened right now today, you know? Yeah.
1: And then really embracing everyone, embrace the fool around money and learning to cultivate. Like, for me, it's, like, fool, silly, looser, which is what I coach a lot. Yeah. Okay, I I see that.
0: It's also what you said Um, to me. I think we're reflecting each other in lots of ways too. It's like being a little bit more open and joyful and free about stuff like that, you know? Totally. Totally, I hear you. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. I
1: really appreciate it, Cause I know you and I both brought something vulnerable to the table, Yeah, you know, and it doesn't matter. Like some people are listening, going, well, at least you're making a career off of this, or at least <laughs> you have this job like, whoa, you're working for a college, but I think it doesn't matter where you are in the process of career or love. It's that you feel sometimes if you're back at, the beginning stages of yeah. like where you have like, uh, I don't know where, especially where we have, um, uh, where we are more, where we don't have as much success. We have more insecurities. Yes. We, so I, 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 appreciate that. I think you and I brought that to the table to just yeah. show people like, Hey, we've got our shit together in some areas and some areas, not as well as we'd like. And it doesn't matter if we have $5 in the bank or
0: $5 million, if it feels like <clears throat> scary to us, it doesn't. You know, yeah, it's right. just a
1: zero or maybe exactly. five.
0: Right. Well, yeah. At the end of the day, you know, you're dying with yourself and not all your money and all of that stuff, right? So it's like, Thanks. what do we really worry about?
1: They, what I don't get to take. I'm I, I'm Egyptian. You don't. And I want to take, take all your money. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if my daughter pisses me off. Yeah. he <laughs> 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 you? It's coming with me. <laughs> Like, God, you'd so be like, you're such an asshole. She would, she yeah, would, she would, she'd be like, "Okay, we're not uh, doing a service. You don't get yeah. it. Yeah. All exactly. right. Well, everyone stay tuned because we're going to be interviewing. I'm not interviewing. Hello. We're going to be <laughs> reading one of our listeners. Yeah. So, uh, listen, she's awesome. And you also, yes. I bet you, I'll bet you that you'll find some of, um, what we share with her helpful for your own life. So. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, oh, thanks. Everyone. Thanks
1: for listening. Bye.